What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Multifamily Wealth Podcast. In this quick solo episode, I'm going to be talking about what you should be doing when there are stalemates in the markets. And uh, that is what I would describe the current market environment in multifamily or just commercial real estate at large is one where there's a bit of a stalemate here. Buyers are on one side of the playground, sellers are on the other, and no one's really meeting in the middle. So I would say that in general, you should still be looking for deals and you should still be looking to transact in a way that makes sense for you and your business. But oftentimes it's more challenging to do so when the transaction volume is just down, right? Statistically across the board. So what should you do in times like this? Because I think that's something that many investors are probably asking themselves right now. And it's certainly something we're talking about internally within our business. And I think in times like these, it's a really good time to solidify the foundation of your business and to kind of work on your business, right? Versus in it. And, you know, I would describe finding deals, raising capital as kind of working in your business, right? That's, that's how you produce revenue in your business. It's, it, they're obviously extremely important tasks, but those are things that are more in the day to day from an activities standpoint. So, uh, you know, for example, you got to make the cold calls, you got to make the cold emails to find the deals, to find the investors, et cetera, right? That's in your business. Those are regularly recurring tasks. Um, what I'm talking about is working on your business from a, from a system standpoint, from a process standpoint, from an efficiency standpoint, et cetera. So I want to share three examples of what I'm talking about here and go into each of them uh, in a little bit more detail. So the first thing I think that everybody should be doing to solidify the foundation of their business is, as I mentioned, dialing in their systems and their processes in terms of the asset management system or process you have in your business, the capital raising systems or processes that you have in your business, right? The, the deals or excuse me, the systems and processes you have around finding deals. So for example, as it relates to asset management, Maybe you can adopt a new project management software that allows you to more effectively communicate with property managers, more effectively work through the transaction coordination process because you can build out some checklists in there, et cetera, right? Maybe you're just doing all of this stuff through Google Drive and email right now, but you can kind of feel it getting stressful, um, but you're not really sure exactly how to fix it. And you just historically haven't tackled that problem because you've been so busy in the business doing deals, transacting, which, you know, obviously that's a great position to be in. But now when there's less transaction volume or a lower transaction volume, maybe you can actually work on those systems and processes and build something that allows you to scale more effectively when that time comes to do more deals. So along the same note, I mentioned capital raising systems and processes, right? Maybe you've raised capital in the past by just calling everyone on your phone, you know, when, when you have a deal that you need money for. Probably not a, a system or a process that's, or a process, I should say, that's going to scale as your business does. So you should build something that's more scalable. You know, maybe this is when you start uh, doing some email marketing. Um, you know, you build out your website, you create a lead magnet, right? You create a, a document that people want to give you their email, email in exchange for. And now you're building your email list and you're starting to build out some automations and some campaigns in there. And now you have an email marketing side to your business that's going to allow you to more effectively meet new investors, nurture those investors and convert them into investors that actually write a check. Um, I'm just throwing things out there, obviously, but I'm just talking about how you should think about building these uh, systems in your business, right? And I think in general, a way to think about it is, is this system or process in our business going to work if we're doing double the volume that we're doing now, triple the volume, right? If we're buying three times as many deals or units as we are right now, what systems are going to break? And now is a good time to work on those systems. So 
Number one, dial in your systems and your processes more effectively. Number two, evaluate where you can improve the performance of your current portfolio. And, uh, you know, this is going to be incredibly important in the years to come, especially as we get away from a market environment that bails everybody out, right? That's just what's happened. <laughs> so as you get into a, a market environment where operations is going to become more important and execution on business plans is going to become more important, it's good to get in that mindset now and to make sure that your current portfolio is, is extraordinarily optimized as we move forward. And again, people have been focusing on finding deals. That's what's sexy in this business, finding deals, raising the money, closing deals, putting up the Instagram pictures. But, you know, we got to make sure that we execute on the deals we buy. So within the portfolio that you currently own, what are opportunities to add value to those properties that maybe you haven't really, you know, dove into because you've been in uh, the growth mindset, right? You want to do more deals. You want to keep growing the business. Um, you know, can you, can you, uh, you know, raise some rents on some properties? Can you cut some expenses? Are there some common area or exterior renovations you just haven't really gotten to or haven't wanted to allocate money to because you want to, you know, go and buy new deals? Um, is there, you know, are there redevelopment opportunities? Is your property management company doing a good job? <laughs> like, are they managing your properties well? Um, you've probably been able to get by with maybe some subpar management oversight from your management company because rents have gone up so much across the country and because there hasn't been a need to uh, really hold them to a higher standard because the market has allowed, uh, you know, just everybody to continue growing just at a higher level. So that's something that we're really focusing on in our business right now is like, how can we better execute on the management of our current properties? Where are we leaving value on the table and where can we continue to invest in our own portfolio to really optimize the properties that we currently own? So that's number two, evaluate where you can improve the performance of your current portfolio. Number three is focus on marketing in whatever way your business needs it. Capital raising, deal finding, social media, you know, whatever, right? There's probably things in your business that you can do from a marketing standpoint, and you probably already know what they are if we're being realistic. I think all of us, you know, and this is a bit of a sidetrack, so I'm going to get back on track pretty quickly. All of us know what we need to do in our business to grow it. I don't think that in lack of information is what holds many of us back. It's usually the availability of time or just the availability or just the, you know the willingness to execute on some of these things right because I, oftentimes you have preconceived notions that things don't work before we even try them so and, and you know and then we decide to just get busy with the other things in our business that demand our time now when there's a stalemate and there's just less to do there's less real estate to evaluate to underwrite to make offers on because there's less sellers that are that are, that are open to selling we have time to really contemplate a lot of the different things we can do and I'm using marketing as an example here. I've, you know, oftentimes there's plenty of other things, but I think that marketing is one of the things that oftentimes gets cut when we're business in the weeds or busy in the weeds of our business, I should say. So focus on marketing in whatever way your business needs it. Maybe you know that capital is your constraint, right? So 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 do some marketing around that. Get your podcast up. You know, start a start a real estate page on Instagram or you know, get active on LinkedIn. Start trying to meet people, create some content, build your network. Right, put yourself in a position to have more conversations with investors. Maybe capital isn't isn't your constraint, and deals is. Maybe now is when you start doing some, you know, direct mail marketing. You do a little bit. You know, you start sending some cold emails. You start your email list, and you put some brokers on there, and you start trying to you know develop good relationships with brokers. Um, Maybe there's some other things that you need in your business that I'm not even mentioning, right? Maybe you're going to look for, a, you know, you need a couple of partners, you need a better, uh, you need better vendors, what have you. Start start looking for these people. Um, so 
you know, and the last piece of this is you, you should be building the foundation of a business that's scalable from a marketing standpoint so that when deal volume does pick up and there's less of a stalemate in the market, you're equipped to take advantage of that at a higher level than what you're currently able to do. So number three is focus on marketing in whatever way your business needs it. And I guess I'll put a little asterisk next to that too, is make the connections that your business needs as well. So, you know, marketing for deals and money, but also marketing for connections. And, um, and those are the three, I think those are three great activities to focus on. If you're in a position in your business where you're not really transacting at the level that you were in the last couple of years, or you're just not looking to, because you're afraid of what the market's doing. So I hope that these were valuable to you. And, um, you know, again, if you haven't checked out our off market multifamily deals course, I highly recommend that you do so. If you want to, if you just fundamentally want to find more discounted off market deals, right? Deals are the lifeblood of every single multifamily real estate business. It's a skill that you absolutely must develop if you're an investor who's going out there and looking for deals. So, you know, if you haven't checked it out, I highly recommend you do so if what I'm describing is you. So outside of that, please leave the podcast a rating and review. And um, again, oh, I should have mentioned, I'll have the course or the link to the course in the description below in the show notes. Um, and again, yeah, if you haven't left a rating and review, please do so. I hope that uh, you're finding value in these podcasts. And if you are, uh, a rating and review helps the, the show get noticed by more folks. But uh, as always, thank you for listening. I hope you found value in this episode and I'll catch you guys next time.